Welcome to Allendale Market Talk. This is Greg McBride and Mike Lung. Mike, big week here. We are on a heck of a rally in corn, beans, wheat well off their lows. Uh, we're seeing meal and oil responding. Uh, about the only thing that's not doing anything is uh, the crude oil at this point. And as we've talked about in the past, that 2008 uh, timeframe when we saw the markets go absolutely ballistic before they fell off in July, we had the support and we had the buying in the crude oil at the time. So what do you think is, is different uh, here as we, uh, as we go into spring and, and maybe the planters are running, maybe the planters aren't running? What you have is right now, yeah, on Monday you had very low volume. Today you got just excitement out the gate and a lot of questions of why. And I think that's the best question we have here is why? Because <clears throat> we're doing a very counter seasonal move and tendency where we start to slip back as we get planting going. As of right now, we have a cold snap coming through this week, but is that really going to stop farmers in their tracks from ever planting a single kernel, single bushel, and not getting in the ground? Uh, doubtful, but trade's going to do what trade's going to do. And then on top of it, you have these markets that are gathering a lot of tension from outside individuals your mom and pops your people that uh read the newspaper if they glance by it but more so read their smartphones and there's a notification that something's new happening and you really see it with things like uh on monday you had cnbc talking about the lumber market and how it was on an absolute terror and then today you come in here with a outside move reversal limit down day in the lumber market so you're just really starting to get these outside new money influence of oh it's just it got, has to keep going up and it gets a little bit worrisome especially when you see moves like this morning in the beans where you shot up and then slightly backed off and then just kind of went range bound for the last really three-fourths of the day right yeah, the the big thing uh, that we've we've seen over the over the years, as you mentioned, is as some of the bigger media uh, conglomerates get their get their hands on things, especially when it comes to the commodities or or the ag trade, uh, is as soon as it becomes a conversation where they send somebody out to a hog farm or they send somebody out to California to 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 a dairy or something like that, that's about the time we put the top in. <laughs> and unfortunately, um, you know, that's the, like you said, with the lumber as, as a prime example, the more people start to talk about it, the more attention it gets. That's where they trap people into the long side of things at the top. And that's where it gets, you know, a little nerve wracking. You see these big moves in, in beans and I can put a fundamental reason to go higher in the beans or in the corn or even in the wheat, uh, for this, uh, for the last few days, um, are we doing anything from a technical standpoint? I know obviously we're uh, we're at or above contract high, uh, at contract highs, or we're very near contract highs for a lot of these uh, uh, a lot of these contracts. Is there anything that uh, you know you look at as a uh, as a technician or training technician to to give you any indication of? maybe we're near a short-term top or uh, we're due for some sort of a correction uh, or overbought or anything like that? Yeah, so as right now, these May contracts and you're getting a lot of flip between what's the front month on the most active charts, but these May contracts came within 
a very tight distance of some potential minor degree fifth wave potentials. And there's, if they do break, you have some really for beans, you have about one more to the top side that you could be shooting for. But this uh, 1485 and a half came very close to the potential 1489 uh, area. So definitely a pivot point to be watching and seeing if that does hold and if we start to see that rejection. And you see mom and pops now coming in here and saying, oh, I can buy beans too. Look, they just broke out. And we're in same store with corn and having the funds finally have someone that they can dump their position to. So a little bit worrisome that it gets so easy to buy that I have a nice place to have a good liquidity flush. And you have the last of the last buyers popping their head in here seeing the breakout move and saying you know what i feel like i just have to own this and from a elliott wave standpoint that's looks to be the time that you typically put in your high it's not when you ran out of every single bullish news or it's changed to bearish that you see these peaks but it's really when you don't have much more bullishness that you've thrown on it for a while and you just start to see this profit taking come off the table you start to see institutional funds start to take some of their money off the table and everything that you see these larger potential corrections uh, and before resumption maybe long term of the up move uh, depending on how we interact with the potential fourth wave uh, movement mm -hmm. and one of the other things that uh, we've seen here recently is you know it seemed like in in march um we saw the dollar just absolutely on a on a tear. The U.S. dollar had gone from like 89 or 90 all the way up to 93.50. Uh, here in the last uh, couple of weeks, we've now turned and worked our way back down to this 91 area. Uh, I think at one point we were below 91 uh, today. Um, all of a sudden, the uh, conversation about inflation is coming back into the uh, into the fold. Is that something we need to be uh, looking at as potential for another reason to see, say, the uh, the crude oil take off or say uh, corn and beans uh, take off at this point? Potentially, but just like you said, we did dip below that 91 mark. You did jump back above it. You got a nice long tail on the bottom near some support. So if you can get a break and close and a continued move down yeah you have a good, good potential for that conversation to resume and for our world's uh market to become a little bit more competitive for us and being able to use the weaker dollar currency uh conversions in order to make ourselves look a little bit more appealing but you're going to want to see that dollar continue to break from here and not just hold the support mm -hmm. and bounce right off of it Gotcha. Now, as we uh, as we head into the back half of of April here, it's actually uh, April twentieth uh, as we speak. Um, we do have uh, a cold snap that uh, kind of keeps us handcuffed uh, uh, in the winter wheat areas uh, for uh, the next day or two. Uh, we've got some rain and snow in the forecast uh, for the the Midwest. Uh, over the next 15 days, even though we warm ourselves back up to uh, normal to above normal temperatures, uh, we do have this uh, this area of rain uh, over the entire Midwest or various parts of the Midwest at different times. Um, that can that can put a hold on uh, on planting. Are we are we at this point really worried about uh, delayed planting uh, the, at this point in April, or if we're at this point in May? You know, if we're let's say we're at 35 or 40 percent uh, 
uh, on the 20th of May, is that when we should be starting to look at a 2019 type scenario where we're going to see some prevent plant? Potentially, because it got us, I mean, we really had to wait till the end of May <clears throat> in order to find that low and recover or make the initial jump for that rally in 2019. So to be looking at it right now when we're on the five-year average and we're on pace for planting to say that we really should be extremely worried about delayed planting at this exact moment it's very difficult to make the case and especially after what we saw in 2019 doesn't really seem just based on what we got for that planted acres report at the end of june that people really care too much about the insurance state with where prices mm -hmm. are they're gonna try and get in the field i mean if, if they're late they'll still probably get in the field because the price is just too good. We're mm -hmm. seeing 530 new crop corn and we're seeing $13 new crop beans. And I know over the last several years, we haven't seen anywhere close to that. So to say that in 2019, when we didn't have prices above five bucks, that we planted everything we could get our hands on. And this year, when we do have 530 and 13 bucks that we're not going to do a single thing, I'd be... I'd be very confused as to what the mentality would be for that one. Right. Well, and it's also, you know, it also speaks to the uh, to the technology of of today versus say ten or fifteen years ago, and uh, and the willingness of the uh, the farmer uh, to run all hours of the day or night. Because let's face it, we can take and we can plant twenty five to thirty percent of this crop in inside of five days. Give us a five day window and we're gonna get a, a whole heck of a lot of, uh, of planting done. And you know, you give us two weeks, this thing will be in the ground. So the, uh, the idea that the farmers are out there trying to plant corn and beans at the same time this year, rather than get all the corn planted in, in April and early May, then, then switch over to beans and have it done by the first of June. It's just not the not the case this year. I think we're gonna once the uh, once the rain subsides, these guys are gonna go and they're gonna go hard and they're gonna get it done. You know, I'd I'd be willing to bet we're 65 to 75 percent done by middle of May for both corn and beans. So yeah, I would not be too surprised at all to see those numbers and continuing on the five-year average, even if we do get below or behind pace a little bit this week quickly catching up to it mm. now are you looking at uh, at anything you you mentioned seasonally we do typically uh, see a little downturn uh, as we go into uh, to uh, the beginning of planting um, are you looking at anything else that uh, kind of tells you um, you know timing wise what we should be looking at as far as the ebb and flow of uh, of the, this corn or bean market I think the biggest thing to remember is the fact that we have been so counter seasonal all year and even if we do continue to drift into the end of this month which typically we don't see it continue higher but in fact see it start to move lower is potentially watching the seasonal continue counter and you have funds who are very long right now uh, especially the core market so uh, it could be something that gets very negative during a time frame where we typically see it pretty positive. Mm -hmm. and definitely something to keep in mind is that size of the fund position. And at some points they're going to be looking to take money off the table. 
I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. Okay. Now, do we have any uh, any uh, any thoughts? Uh, have we seen uh, Have we seen a longer term uh, forecast from um, uh, from the uh, from NOAA to know what we're looking at as we head towards uh, May, June, and July yet? The North NOAA forecast it looks warm looks like we have some normalized rain as of right now maybe a little bit dry in some areas but for the most part it's nothing outrageous um but again you're probably not gonna have too many people too consumed with the north fork noah forecast only because the last several weeks it's been very cold and they've been saying that during this time frame it should be warm so that might be something that gets pushed a little bit in the back burner uh unless it at this point confirms what people are already thinking about the weather. Sure. Um, all right. Well, as we, uh, as we wrap things up, uh, any, uh, any advice don't uh, obviously give uh, any uh, full on recommendations here, but any advice to, uh, uh, to producers out there that uh, are looking at, uh, you know, at these prices for today, or even, even looking out to the 22 uh, contracts and, and trying to figure out what to do. Any thoughts on, uh, uh, what we need to be uh, talking to our, our customers about here? Yeah, at this time, you can, I mean, you got obviously very expensive options. You have a lot of questions that at this point are unanswered and won't be answered for a little bit of time. And you have a lot of volatility. So to step in front of this thing, and if you're trying to do it the option route, sell something and buy something one way or another in order to position yourself, or looking at just getting your time value to time frames that will answer the questions that we need answered, might be a better route to be going. If you're looking for a home run at this point, it's going to be very difficult. That good up move of the rally seems to be over that we had earlier this year, and it's been a lot of chop here recently. So shortening up your time frame and really managing the risk is going to be crucial during the next couple months. And if you guys have any questions about any way, any strategies in order to do so, please give us a call at 800-262-7538. But today for Allendale Market Talk, this is Mike Lund and Greg and Pride signing off. You guys have everyone out there. 